0: Welcome to Simple Theology, a podcast connecting theology to everyday life by examining various doctrines of the Christian faith. I'm Robert Kane,
1: And I'm Rick Gromlick. What's Welcome up, G? Welcome
0: to the episode. We are in person. It's in, good to have you here.
1: Yeah, in person. I'm glad I'm here. Uh, thanks for bringing me in your studio. Yes, yeah, pleasure to have you. Which has a frozen floor.
0: Yep, we are in my basement and the concrete is chilly considering yeah. it's like negative five degrees outside
1: yeah i just say like you could put a, a blanket or like a rug under put here a blanket on the ground to keep your feet warm
0: that's what a rugs for
1: yeah they put a rug down there
0: there's a rug over there but what, it's not what, why don't you put it over, over here? here you should put it over here i usually just wear shoes down yeah here.
1: okay well think about your guests i will say though rob gave me his chair which um wasn't super special but How's it's a lot nicer you? than his folding chair which
0: I am yeah. sitting on a black fold-out chair that you would typically use for,
1: for what? A, like like, if you have like a, a lot of people, bazillion over. different things.
0: Well, it's not a chair that's just typically going to be sitting out in someone's home. It's Why a because it's pretty ugly. Maybe
1: not in your culture. That's, that's valid, <laughs> <laughs> Wow, can't believe you, Rob. Yeah. So what's new, Rob?
0: Consumer mindset. Yeah. Um, what's new? Not not a ton. So I'm trying to think, what is new. Jesus, it's a new year, Jesus but we've, grace, already, we've already... His mercy, is love. We're new every day. I mean, like softballs. Yeah. Softballs
1: softball right down the middle Yeah,
0: <laughs> just Come on, Rob. Just, just take a swing. Lobbing it up for you. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a little banter here.
1: <laughs> Try to get something going.
0: Yep. Uh, No, not a ton new. Well, no,
1: there's something new. Your daughter is sh- sh- like on the cusp of walking.
0: She took her first steps. Yeah. Yeah. That was incredible. what I'm incredible. saying. She took like two steps. She took one, then the second, and then she fell like face first into my shin. <laughs> She wasn't happy.
1: You kicked her, let's be honest. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> That's what happens. You're a jerk. It's just disappointing. Um,
1: total shift gears here. I was on the uh uh whatever we look for reviews to see if Riley ever left us a review. Did he? Nope. We're still at nineteen.
0: That scoundrel. Riley. Riley. Wyatt never did. Nobody. Riley did text us yeah. and, and say you know who I listened. think so?
1: I think uh, I think there's a one Daniel. Daniel K.
0: I'm I'm thinking that he, he already did. Left us a
1: review. I thought, what about a,
0: or a rating? A rating. Yeah. My stomach's growling. Yeah, it is, it is the noon hour. So I am. Can you I'm hear our babies too. upstairs? I can. And the listeners probably can too.
1: Those are our children.
0: So, anywho, Rick, what are we getting into today?
1: Uh, today we're going to talk about the importance of recycling and. Yep. Uh, how that's recycling it. has changed Rob's life for the last six months <laughs> since he's now a guilt
0: trip me on the podcast. Uh whatever works to help. I've you had people s- ask save me the planet if I recycle now. Really? Yeah. Who? I don't remember who, okay. but I remember thinking, oh man, I can't believe. They know. Yeah.
1: Anything else you want to confess that you should be doing that you're not doing? To the <laughs> listeners?
0: Probably eating better food.
1: Okay, that's lame. Well. I mean, like you know, something that we can really dog you on, you know, get to you at.
0: I should probably stop, slandering you online. Mm,
1: yeah, Rob does this thing where he'll get like pseudo name and different aliases and just like write all kinds. I'll of just go straight.
0: I'll send it into the dispatch. I'll send it into the <laughs> news. I'll send it into. They publish it. Publish yeah. everything. You know.
1: But anyway, yeah. So today we are talking about consumer gospel. Uh, we talk about consumer Christianity. And to kind of like sum it up in a definition, it's seeking Jesus for a worldly gain. The consumer gospel puts man at the center, and the real gospel puts Christ at the center. Uh people who view the gospel church or Jesus Himself as a way of elevating themselves or bettering their life or getting into heaven. So it's very man centric. When we talk about consumer gospel or consumer Christianity, it's about the man and yeah. man being like Human beings. Human beings. Not yeah. the man, Jesus Christ. Yeah. come on, people. Don't be get so that sensitive. Backwards, right. Yeah, lay off. Jeez. Um, and so you guys are only
0: talking about men, <laughs> huh? guess this is a podcast All... only for men.
1: All mankind and womankind because they're equally depraved and they're, we're, our flesh just wants to put us first. That's the problem. And so we begin to build churches and culture, church culture that feeds human desire. Yep. How yep. ridiculous
0: is that? Completely ridiculous. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. But quick explanation slash clarification. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already did an episode on the prosperity gospel. Uh, I do not remember which episode that is, but if you just scroll back, you'll see prosperity gospel. That is not the same thing as the consumer gospel. So it, they're they're close. They're kind of like They're, they're cousins. like kissing cousins. Yeah, they're kissing cousins. <laughs> <laughs> equally gross. Equally. Repulsive. Unethical. and sinful Immoral. <laughs>
1: Unbiblical. Well, maybe not yeah. as equally. Okay, because consumer gospel. I mean, if, if it was a if you had to toss it between, you yeah. go to Creflo Dollar or you go into like
0: um, Stevie Furtick. Yeah, then <laughs> <And>, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty close. <laughs> I know they are, but it's just a sli-
1: Like not to be uh, a yeah. slippery slope person, but they're close. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, keep going.
0: Anyway, um, so the prosperity gospel says that that God wants us to be. Healthy and wealthy and prosperous, and if we are faithful and if we have enough faith, then we will be those things. Which is, it's evil. It's not the the true gospel. But that's not the consumer gospel. The consumer gospel says that God loves us, which is in fact true, uh, but that he's he's okay with whatever leftovers you can you can bring him, and and that's not true. It's it's essentially saying, like, hey, look, like we know that other things are really important. Like, just give God a little bit, and we're going to do everything we can to serve you and to make sure that you know that God loves you and to make sure that you are well-equipped for um, just whatever your job or your family may throw at you. But And all those things, it's not that those things are bad things, but they are not the gospel. And so when they become the main thing in churches, then you have a consumer mindset, consumer environment. And so we have a handful of Scripture references that we're going to go through. And what is it? There's like three, four, five, six. I don't six, know. I put them in there. Six of them. Well several. done, Rick. Thanks. Okay. <clears throat> but the first one we're going to look at is Luke 9:23, And it says, and he said to all, <laughs> thank you, Neville. <laughs> as soon as I start reading. Does Neville have fleas? You guys have fleas in here? <laughs> I sure hope not. Um, hey, can go you t- actually take his collar off just in case he does start itching again? Clever. Yeah, you know. Thank you, Rick. Thanks for shingling that even more. Okay, so Luke 9.23. And he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. So the heartbeat of that passage is us denying ourselves, whereas consumer gospel says it is about you. Here's how Jesus can fit into that. And so that would go completely contrary that if we are following Jesus, then we're doing what scriptures says is dying to ourselves, and, and we'll get into that in this next passage, but it is denying ourselves, denying our desires, desiring, denying our inclinations to be more like Jesus, and over time, him making us more like him so that we do desire him more. But it's a daily denial of self and following of Jesus.
1: Yeah, as Jesus said that to his disciples or those people who are following after him, um, pa- Paul then kind of quotes him in Second Corinthians says, he or not quotes, but quotes his life and said he died for all that those who live might no longer live for themselves but for him who for their sake died and was raised. And so as Christ was a model for us, that we lay down our our comfort, we lay down our own desires, and we follow after him. That's what Christ did for us. We we follow after him in that model. Just as Christ was selfless for us, we then are selfless for others as well. And it takes the shift. And this is the whole process, and these scriptures are going to get at this, where it takes the focus off of what I need and how church and how my religion or my faith can help me to. God is all-powerful. and deserves everything I can give him, and I'm going to lay down my life for him. Galatians 2 Verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So we, we again, take that life that Christ modeled and we follow after that, denying ourselves and loving others so they might follow after Christ as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. In First Corinthians 1031, 31 gets right to it. Some of you may already have this uh, passage memorized, but it says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Thank you for that, Neville. <laughs> not for the glory of yourself, not for the glory of even others, but for the glory of God. And Philippians 11 um, says, "I what is this, 11, 4? Second, second part of 4, yeah. Okay. It says, I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I find myself. I know both how to make do with little and i know how to make do with a lot in any and all circumstances i've learned the secret of being content whether well-fed or hungry whether in abundance or in need in verse 13 i am able to do all things through him who strengthens me and so paul is getting at that he's not trying to serve himself. He he knows how to. He knows how to serve God faithfully in little and he knows how to serve him faithfully in a lot. So it's not necessarily sinful to have a lot. If the Lord right. has blessed you with a lot, that doesn't mean that you're a consumer mm-hmm. necessarily, but it means that you have a greater responsibility to be faithful with what God has given you to guard yourself against that consumer mindset that is in our western culture.
1: Yeah, and I think even as we people look to Eastern culture, Eastern religion, and they try to find happiness there, there's this denial of self. And and <clears throat> the reality is it's not so much that you can't have things, it's that there has to be something that's primary. And that's what 1 John 2, 15 says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And this passage just cuts right to the heart of it. It says, "Do not love the world, or the things of the world. If you love the things of the world, then the love of the Father is not in him." Now what it's saying is don't enjoy it's not saying don't enjoy pizza or don't enjoy the movies."
0: I don't know. Rick it says it says, "If you love the things of the world, then is love is not in.
1: Enjoy are two different things, right? Mm. So what brings you supreme satisfaction? What, do you, what has your heart? Do the things of the world have your heart? Is it making enough money? Is it the status of your kids? Is it making sure that you're um, just have a booming career? You know, what what is it that has your heart? Is it the things of the world, or is it Christ? Yeah, yeah. And the and you can ask yourself that question and reflect on that, and it, it should be clear. Not that we don't struggle with, hey, I just really enjoy this thing, or, but what has your heart? Yeah, that's the greatest. So all these passages speak to that, and they just reveal it. They're a test for us as you go through these. Again, Luke nine twenty three, Second Corinthians five fifteen, Galatians two twenty, First Corinthians ten thirty one, Philippians eleven four through thirteen, and First John two fifteen. Go through those. Ask yourself, Lord, is my heart am I? Is, do I see these things in my life, or is it much more about me? Is it fo- focused on me? Yeah. So as you do that, um, hopefully this sh- shifts your thinking as we always talk about our head heart and hands and just how we begin to kind of wrap our mind around this as far as the way we think about things um only christ can satisfy us so we must be aware of and daily denying our selfishness our flesh because we know intellectually we know scripture teaches it and usually through experience that only christ can satisfy so we must be aware of the temptations the things that are always there to lure and, and pull us in.
0: Yeah, yeah. That it's, that's the head portion. That's the confidence yeah. that we have.
1: Yeah. So I'm not sure about confidence, how that fits in there. But the
0: the con like the head knowledge that we're confident in. Yes. That correct, only thanks. Christ can truly satisfy. Yes. We're confident in that.
1: I like I like what you're saying. So so only Christ can satisfy and be aware of those things. Also be aware of just the subtle pull of consumerism. I mean, I'm telling Dude, you, that is it is it's so true, so subtle. It is. It's a matter of, man. I just this this church, like they have a good kids program, but like they don't have like a knockout kids program.
0: You know what they say, Rick? <laughs> Go where your kids grow.
1: <laughs> That's garbage. We will talking about that. Maybe that'd be a good episode. That sure. oh man, yeah, um, it would be. And and to expand on that, not just leave it there. You do want your kids to grow. Absolutely. And the primary way they'll grow. It's through you discipling them. Yes. It's not through a Sunday mornings program or a VBS. It's through parents pouring into their kids.
0: It's not even through a dynamic youth group. No. As much as as great as those things are, like that's should not be their primary form of discipleship. Yeah.
1: And the statistics back that up. Um so with that, be aware of the subtle pool of consumerism. Like, hey, I just I, I like this makes me feel better. This service, this worship service. It's cool. This is
0: or we want to go there because the band is really good, right. or, or because I, can... I love the music over here. or or even and this is like speaking to our reform crowd, yeah. Like, I just prefer the preaching over here, right? Yeah, and like, you
1: you should seek good preaching and good worship.
0: Absolutely, but not, what I'm exactly yeah. what I'm not getting at is saying don't pay attention to those things or those things shouldn't be a factor. But if someone is preaching Scripture faithfully. Mm-hmm and the gospel is being proclaimed week in, week out, then yep. their style, necessarily, of doing that shouldn't be the reason that you decide to attend or not attend.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just so subtle, so you got to be aware of those things.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the uh, next thing is the heart. And so the thing that we should, we should constantly be reminding our heart and the thing that our emotions should be feeling is that truly only Christ does satisfy. We need to remember the gospel, mm-hmm. that... Look, I am coming to worship this Sunday morning to remind myself and to remind those around me of the gospel, and we do that by by hearing the word preached, by seeing the word through baptism and the Lord's Supper, by uh, singing it, by reading it, and by praying it. And, and we need to remind ourselves that, that we, we love the gospel, not the things that— the church can bring us. The church can provide for us. As great as a killer youth program is, as great as a good like men's breakfast is, those are not the primary thing. Right. The gospel is the primary thing. Yeah. And so our hearts should find our greatest satisfaction, our our love for Jesus and our love for um, the church, in in the gospel, in Jesus, and then we should not allow those other things to satisfy us, because sometimes yeah. we can get so wrapped up mm-hmm. and think, I will not go somewhere that doesn't have blank on the right. blank.
1: Yeah, that list should be very few as far yeah. as uh, what church you're, you're attending and being involved with. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it goes to, like, every area of your life. Yeah. You know, you watch on TV, everything. It's yeah.
0: What would you say that list should consist of? Like, obviously, faithful proclamation of the gospel. And then oh, now we're getting close. <laughs> yeah, I mean this this is totally this is totally un un unscripted here, but like faithful proclamation of the gospel, and Going then off script folks. And then I I would say the other thing would be like a a um, comprehensive way of or a faithful way of making disciples, like the gospels being proclaimed and disciples are being made. I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but Um, and that's like big picture. Yeah, how that all happens: life groups, small groups, community groups, discipleship groups. Yeah, anytime you get youth groups
1: into stuff, you can get you're in a dangerous territory. Um, I think that they have to be teaching, preaching the full counsel of scripture. Yeah, and adhering to it, right? Teaching and adhering to it. I think that they, um, there should be some some form of discipleship happening, whether it. You know, there's good ways and there's bad ways, but there should be something happening with discipleship. Um, it's hard, man. I mean,
0: but yeah, I mean, you're I mean, making the list... us, when
1: you're making assumptions when you say when you say teach, preach, and adhere to the full counsel of Scripture. You can th- throw everything under that umbrella. Uh,
0: yeah, and there's going to be churches who yeah. aren't really doing that who are like, oh yeah, yeah. like we're we're. Preaching. I think there
1: has to be there has to be some. Good leadership, um, not perfect, but good leadership. There has to there has to be some kinds of checks yeah. on the leader. Uh, I personally will always um, fight for elder elder led mm-hmm. uh, plurality of elders for each congregation. Um, but even if that's not the case, there needs to be some kind of check for that lead guy, yeah. not because he's sinful, but because he's human.
0: Yeah. So. He's because sinful. he's sinful, yeah. Not not because he's necessarily like a bad leader. No, it's just he's 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 sinful. Yeah, exactly. I mean,
1: it's just the reality. Yep. So uh, maybe I should think more about it. There's probably more to go into that list, but
0: yeah. But we've done, we've done head, we've done yeah. heart.
1: Yeah. So our hands, our how does change our our conduct? Um, number one, don't feed your fleshly desire for self. I mean, this is so prevalent. Um, it's like a no brainer, but it's like, hey, you know, if you feel you. I just want, I just want my my space to myself. I just want to take fifteen you minutes. You just want MySpace. Can we get back on MySpace? The days were simpler. Has MySpace not
0: my... like? Oh, it's still. Are there you maybe. not on it anymore? <laughs> I just I, updated my MySpace status. I got, status this I
1: got on there like a year ago. Did you? And I kid you not, it was like a time capsule. Oh, I mean, everyone's pictures the same from high school. All these guys with like their flip phones. Remember how like they just like pull their shirt up a oh little bit and my. have the flip phone in the bathroom? Oh my gosh!
0: There's so many pictures of you online with that.
1: <laughs> I know, a ton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're. I think I found your MySpace.
0: I don't even want to look at that.
1: Uh, anyway, um, I got to find a way to so. activate that thing. <laughs> <laughs> don't feed feed your fleshly desire for. For self, yeah. Um, and way you do this is you intentionally, intentionally seek discomfort. And there's kind of like that movement, like seek discomfort. Um, the benefit of that is we're talking about self-denial. Christ denied himself. The apostles deny themselves. They call us to a life of denial. Mm-hmm. Not that we have to be um, always punishing ourselves, but we put others first. We we serve others. Yeah. And again, yeah. not that comfort is wrong. It's just that there should be um special places where we do feel comfortable but for the most part if we surround ourselves with the comfort it's it's about us yeah it's become about we us. become the center of, yep. the, of the universe and it's wrong and that's how some ways to fight that is to seek way look at your life examine your life say hey in a in a week how many things do i do for me
0: yeah right that's a good question Ooh. to ask
1: and, and i don't mean like this is from self-care, or this is, I just enjoy it. Because some people are just running themselves ragged. Yeah. Like, I have no time for myself. Well, are you running yourself ragged for Christ? Or because culture says your kids have to be doing 1,500 things? Yeah. Or because you just can't say no to social things, or you can't say no to obligations? Yeah. I mean, why are you so busy? And if you are running yourself ragged for church work, seriously, is that for your glory? Is that because you feel like you're supposed to? Or are you taking time to intentionally invest in people to to be healthy as a person, lead yourself well, be a part of your family, be a contributor, and, and that and make disciples and that kind of lifestyle should not be one of of max capacity and filled with um, burnout.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, even what you're saying there, like that's super convicting mm-hmm. because that's something that we all have to ask ourselves but like what is it Psalm 16:11 one of my favorite passages says in your presence there is fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forevermore like in God's presence mm-hmm. there is fullness of joy and so when we do these things like when we ask ourselves are we doing this for ourselves like ultimately if you if you go enough layers deep the answer is yes so that we can in cuz in God's presence there is fullness of joy so if you want to have the maximum amount of joy the maximum amount of pleasures that's that's found in Christ. Yeah. So great, yes, you are doing torch. it for yourself, but you have to you have to be the one to go enough layers deep and figure out like, am I truly working ragged at my job, or am I truly doing fill in the blank, so that I can draw closer to God and therefore further enjoy Him, mm-hmm. or am I doing it so that I can get the applause or gain the respect or you you fill it in of yeah. others. Yep. That's and, a great point. And that is something that we can't answer for you. That we like I can't even answer that for Rick. Like you have to take a, a mental inventory and you have to come before the Lord and figure that out. But it's a it's a really good question to be asking.
1: Yeah, it cuts right to it. So
0: So to wrap things up, <clears throat> um, we we should be daily putting our fleshly desires to death. We should be denying ourselves and taking up our own cross, not looking for ways to be served and to to use God or to use the church as a means to fulfill our personal desires. The, don't get me wrong, a a sermon on five steps to have a better marriage is is helpful advice, but that's not the main thing. That's yeah. not the gospel. That's great advice for maybe yep. a counseling session. Yeah. Um and it, it and it all
1: flows out of the gospel. Exactly. And Three there's, there's just there's no way to get to that point without the gospel, yeah. right? Like you can't say here's five ways to have a healthy marriage, here's how to have a healthy kids, or here's how to do X, Y, and Z yeah. spiritually or, or Christianese, without coming back to the gospel. Yeah, because if it doesn't have the gospel at the root, the fact that you're lost, dead in your sin, Christ redeemed you, has brought you into the family and made you new. Without that, it's all kind of yeah. Then you're fluff. just using
0: God to yeah. fulfill your consumeristic desires. Mm
1: nail on the head. Boom. Hammer. Well, hey, that's it. That's a wrap. Um, appreciate you guys tuning in. Come come, uh, tune in next time. Uh, Rob has a big special announcement he's going to make on what next episode. Uh, we're really excited about that. So check us out on Facebook at Simple Theology. We're on Twitter at SimpleTheology underscore. Check out the website at SimpleTheology.org. You can always support us on Patreon. Go to Patreon and uh, look for Simple Theology. There's also a link in our SimpleTheology.org website. We still have our thing going with Audible audibletrial.com slash simpletheology. You sign up, get a free book, we get a kickback, it works out great. If you don't like it, you can cancel and still keep your book. Again, if anyone wants, out there wants to leave us a review, um, we're at 19. We'd love to hit 20. You know I, think, what I think
0: that's ratings. We're at 19 ratings. Yeah. If you haven't given us a rating, please Somebody. give us a rating. That really hey, helps hey, we're it really not, helps us. Don't listen. We're not but, desperate, but, okay? but look, we're look, not look. desperate. We're just don't we're just give just us anyway. one if just, it's anything less than five stars. Yeah. If you're thinking yeah. about giving like a three star or a four star, then just yeah. continue on with your day. Thank you so much yeah. for listening. Email Robert. Don't feel obligated to leave a rating. But shoot, if you like us, then yeah, I mean, us a five star. You,
1: know, you wanna do us a favor. Yeah, a favor. Yeah. Just please. Anyway, hey, appreciate you guys. Uh tell your friends about the show. You're
0: awesome. Peace out.